Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. Okay, so you're going into syndications. Any questions that pop up there that you have? Or- so what the big, the thing that I find that nobody really wants to talk to me about like for my accountant and the bookkeeper and like my business people that nobody's really in this world is like how to map out losses that you can take loss, suspended losses, when to basically like this, I want my, a 10 year view, like a little, like an extended pro forma of, okay, I'm going to put 50 into a real estate investment every three years, every two years and spread out the losses and offset them. There isn't really a good person. Like all the tax people are like, don't talk to somebody else about that. And all the real estate people are like, talk to your tax person. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go through that right now. Like, I think the problem is if they're smart, they stay away from this stuff, like a 10 foot pole. And they don't know what kind of deals you're going into. They don't know the leverage. They don't know like the cost segregations. They don't know any of this type of stuff. So from their point of view, it makes total sense why they would run away from it and plus they're broke they don't have money in these deals in the first place so why the hell are you gonna ask them there's just like like talking to some nasa scientists about like saturn or mars like dude have you ever been there it's just in our textbooks yeah i'm the the telescope guy yeah yeah i might be wrong there but okay so let's let's make this uh let's call it 2022 2025. 26. And let's just say you, let's just say you dumped a hundred grand into a deal. And for art, for just people are going to say, it's just big ranges. And well, based on my experience of what I've seen in a stabilized, older property, 30, 40 years old with um, prudent, almost maxed out leverage. Cause that's a big thing, right? Cause it dilutes your equity with a hundred thousand dollar investment. You know, maybe you might see 50 grand come back as first year losses. Because what this is coming out of is, let's just say you went, this is actually a cool strategy for some folks that live in high price areas that have a lot of money to blow. Let's just say you bought a $3 million house in San Diego. Okay. And out of that, it's broken up by the land portion, which you cannot deduct, and the, the improvement portion, which is the house. So the, you can deduct the, not the land, but the improvement portion. And I'm just going to use, I think the land is worth maybe two thirds of these high price areas like California. In so, Texas and Alabama, it's flip-flop, right? Two thirds is the improvement, one third is the land. I just asked my San Diego, my accountant about in San Diego, he said 25%. So I asked him how much I could write off of the house for, I asked him if I need to do cost segregation because I know I'm only going to sell the house in the next three years. Is it worth it? Heavens no. Yeah. No. And he's like, no, because yeah. you can only take 25 grand. So you're going to be beyond that no matter what. But he said 20, it was 25% was the land. Okay. Let's do a third. Oh, whatever. 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 Was, yeah. Yeah. Third, so third. you can take with current bonus depreciation laws that are supposedly um, phasing away 2022, 23, 24. Still 2024 is still pretty damn good, in my opinion. You can take uh, up to a third of this number in the first year. Hmm. So 33 grand. And uh, this is just on like your house, right? This is one little yeah. example. I would imagine the next year it might be like 
conservatively speaking, it'd be like 50 to 100 every year for the next several odd years would be the way I've seen it happen on that one house if you were to do that. But getting back to the syndications again, I've seen deals, if you put in 100 grand, I've seen them come back with 100 grand plus of losses because maybe of high higher leverage, I don't know, just more CapEx. There's so many, there's four or five different KPIs. What time of year you do the cost egg, yeah. the, the aggressiveness of the cost egg, the aggressiveness of the CPA, very many different ways. I would think you might see 10,000 of losses here until whenever. But then you would sell, let's just say you sell the asset in 2027 on your $100,000. Maybe you may 50 grand on that money, right? Yeah. I don't think it's a creative return, but you made $50,000 of capital gain. Plus you got to pay back all this stuff, right? So you got, you're going to hit, get hit with this taxable gain. Wait, but those, you're saying that's that row there of the 50. I thought that was a loss. You're, you're saying... Yeah, these are, a lot, these are all losses, but when you sell the asset, you exit the asset, you got to do depreciation to capture. Oh, you got to recapture the threat. Okay. Yeah, so that's taking all this green stuff and paying it back again. So getting stuck with a bill in 2027 is what I want to avoid. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.